Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to episode 209. My sort of. Sort of. Yeah. It, well, it is. It's episode 209. Mm-hmm. We're doing something uh, slightly different. First of all, my name is Graham Elwood. I'm Chris Mancini, and welcome to the Comedy Film Nerds Vault. <gasps> New idea. Yes, we, it has gold doubloons. It. <laughs> it is, it is. Uh, um, since we've been so busy shooting the Earbuds documentary, and today we shot at um, where... Scott Ackerman and Reggie Watts shoot the Comedy Bang Bang TV show. On the IFC Network. On the IFC Network. We were on the set shooting there today, which was awesome. So we really couldn't, uh, I just got back here. We, we couldn't, we couldn't, didn't know when, and we couldn't book a guest and blah, blah, blah. Plus, I haven't, I haven't seen The Raid 2 yet, so we're not talking <laughs> yeah. about any movies yeah. <laughs> till I see that. Um, I don't blame you. Um, so what we're going to do today, guys, we're going to give you just sort of an update on uh, some earbud stuff. And then we, we went into the, the vault. The vault, yeah. And we're going to play episode 25. This is from September of 2010. And with Doug Benson. Doug Benson is the guest. And we're going to talk about George Clooney's the movie The American. And, and his shoes. And a bunch of others. And it's got it's really cool because it's got the original theme song. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do an old ad and it's... We were oh, we didn't edit it. No, we're just we're presenting no, it as it was, as it yeah. as it as it came out in September, including the apologies um, that we talk about for the episodes prior to the episode up twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> episode twenty-four had bad sound, yeah. I guess. Um, so I just went into the vault and picked this. Um, so anyone that you know, if you've been with us from day one, this will be a nice trip down memory lane. If you're fairly new to the podcast, you're you're gonna hear some some cool movie review talk from from. 10 years ago. From back in the day. Um, so uh, first I want to thank everybody who, uh, the fans who came out to the improv to get interviewed for Earbuds on March 30th. That was really fun. That was yeah. awesome. We interviewed some um, uh, podcasters and Aaron mm-hmm. um, who came out, uh, which was great. And then the people who came to the show that night at Flappers in Burbank, that was a lot of fun. And Gil, the eleven-year-old podcaster, oh, who's on Nerdist, you guys, you're gonna love this interview. This is amazing. We've been getting such great interviews, so um, we want to remind you on uh, this coming Sunday, April sixth, two thousand fourteen. If you are in Los Angeles, come to the Nerdmount Theater uh, on Sunday, April sixth, from one to five p.m. We're gonna be doing any fan interviews. Anybody, or you have a podcast, whatever you want to come. Talk on camera about podcasting, why you like it, whatever. Yeah, come on down, run your mouth. Run your yap hole at the Nerd Melt. We'd love to hear it run because um, you guys uh, are awesome. So we have been shooting amazing footage. We are now on day seven or eight, I think, of shooting. We Our first day of shooting was March 24th. Only one day off. Got to work that crew. That's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we got to work them to the bone. Um, so our first day of shooting was uh exactly a month from when we funded it was we funded on february 24th we shot on march 24th first day we went down to the santa monica pier in the third street promenade uh those of you who came out to the festival kind of know where that's at and we just went on the street and asked people what's a podcast and most of them were like um i don't know is it like a (laughs) is it internet radio or is it what person said, isn't it like a video show that's promoting another video? It's exactly what yeah. it is. Yes. Some people are like, I don't know what it is. I think it involves the internet. It was great. Um, 
So there was a, a, a Japanese tourist who was like, ah, podcast? I don't know, podcast? She kept saying podcast, started laughing. She was confused. Oh, so it was from the Himalayas? Yeah, the Himalayas. It was from the Himalayas. I was, I'm sorry, I was just doing a Himalayan accent. Podcast? Podcast? Um, so it was really cool. And then we've just, we, we've had such amazing interviews. The interview we did with um, Dave Anthony and Greg Barron about walking the room. And I know some of you are walking the room fans and, and how how loyal their fan base is. And Greg went into um, when he relapsed and, you know, he's a recovered alcoholic and he started using again and how it affected the show and, and all that stuff. It was really an amazing interview. Um, Dave Anthony told the story of how, when the earthquake and tsunami hit Japan uh, three years ago, how he was online on Twitter because he knew who who Sanai was and was talking to her online and making sure she was okay and all that stuff and getting his his experience with that, which was awesome. Todd Glass, you know, talks about coming out of the closet on the Mark Marin show and and just other things about why he likes podcasting. Like he's like, he goes, you know, pod, people say like his show or or a lot of podcasts are, oh, you get to hear comedians hang out or comedians at a dinner party, comedians in the green room. He goes, no, it's better. Because on my show, everybody turns their cell phones off, no one's distracted, and we sit and talk. And it's better. Because if, if you come over to my house for a dinner party, it'll be fun, but people getting up and leaving and talking on the phone and blah, blah, blah. So it's just been amazing. And then yeah, again, So what Todd is saying is that when you're with him, you're held hostage. Yeah, you are. You can't leave. That's what his show is. It is a hostage like the Raid 3. <laughs> <laughs> Raid 3, the Todd Glass show. Um, and... Uh, you know, we did Ice House Chronicles. We got a quick interview with Joe Rogan. Yeah, Jackie Cation. We, we got a lot of great stuff coming up. And we also got a lot of great fan interviews coming up. And we haven't even started traveling yet. Oh, I know. Yeah, we're going We're going to be going to D.C., Philly, New York, Chicago. We're going to be going to a lot of places. We're going to be in, um, in like, D.C. on uh, May 14th shooting some stuff at the Capitol and... And stuff like that, and even some fans. Uh, the fifteenth, we're going to be in Baltimore, and we're going to do Philly on May sixteenth, uh, and the seventeenth, eighteenth, and nineteenth, we'll be in New York City mm-hmm. shooting um, various interviews, and then we're going to be in Chicago the twentieth through May twenty fourth. So Saturday, May twenty fourth, if you're in Chicago, come down to Zany's Comedy Club there, the one, the downtown one that's on the corner North and Wells. Um, and that'll be Saturday, May 24th from noon to five. So again, we really want to hear your stories uh, come out. And um, and so that's going to be, you know, those two weeks in May, we're going to be on the road shooting. And and, we, and want- we are still trying to get to Australia and Japan. We're really trying to work it out on the budget. And it's it's very tight, as you can imagine, what our budget well, is. Well, what happened, first of all, there's there's several things. Ten 10% of the money, we knew this going in, was going to get taken off the top. So we raised 139 grand. So we lost basically almost 14 grand yes. off the top. Just from commissions. Just from, just from yeah, to Kickstarter and Amazon. And then we lost another six grand in cards that didn't fund. Yeah, so that we actually weren't expecting. There yeah. was a, a bunch of money that didn't fund. So We lost what, 20 grand off the top. Yeah, so what we wanted to say, if uh, for whatever reason, if your pledge didn't fund... Or if you missed the Kickstarter and you still want to help out, we've um, put the tiers, three tiers pretty much at ComedyFilmNerds.com. There's the $25 download, there's the $50 DVD, 
And then, then there's the custom one where you could put anything you want. And if you want one of the non-limited tiers that are on Kickstarter, um, we can do that for you. So just put it in like the customer notes. Hey, I want the... You know, I want the hundred dollar tier. Here's a hundred dollar, or whatever and, you want. And, and we're working this budget and to see what we can do. And I and and you know, uh, one fan kicked in a fair amount, which was awesome after the Kickstarter, which has been great. Yeah, we got one fan, and uh, uh, he actually gave us uh, a Doug, I believe is his name, um, twelve thousand five hundred dollars to go to australia and that's really going to help us get there we're we're getting close yeah with that and and again he he pledged that before we (laughs) saw the six grand yeah before we saw the Uh, other half go away um Um, but but let's get creative guys because like it doesn't have to be money you there's other ways you guys can help out do you work for an airline you know mm -hmm. are you um do you know rich people (laughs) <laughs> well, the other thing, too, and there's a lot of ways, like, I mean, uh, Vanessa, who's a, Vanessa Thomas, who's a huge fan of this show, she works in the travel industry. She's helping us out with, she's finding cheap ways, like, she's got a house for us to rent in Chicago for the crew, which is saving us a lot of money. So is there just... Is there some way you could help out? Do you work for an airline or the travel industry? Is there... Like in Australia, because we want to also try to get to Japan if we can. Like how about a, a Ministry of Culture somewhere, you know, where there's a, a film um, uh, tax credit or or even Something. to help pick up the uh, costs for travel. Even if we got a couple of airplane mm-hmm. tickets picked up, because we're looking into... And we talked about it with the... The Round the World the trips. Yeah, episode, and, and Vanessa's been looking into this. of the Because if we can do the... The, the circle trips, then we could do Australia and Japan and get these amazing interviews. So I don't know, my guys. I mean, obviously... You guys are very creative. That's one thing we found. Maybe you guys might have some ideas we haven't thought about. We're, we're putting everything in motion. Sure. Like everything from having another one or two more angel investors, mm-hmm. or, or uh, not really investors, donors, donors. <laughs> um, to come through uh, the Comedy Film Nerds site. Or, you know, anyone who works for an airline could get us tickets or someone, maybe you have a lot of miles that you're never going to use. Sure. That's a great idea. The other thing, too, is do you know a company that would want to advertise in the movie and we could do product placement? Like, um, if you watch, like, one of my favorite documentaries, Dogtown and Z-Boys, the movie was financed by Vans because it's a skating movie. So it's very subtle, a lot of the interviews, guys are wearing Vans t-shirts, hats. Um, they talk about how the Van shoes was part of the Zephyr skate team, which is really part of the story. Right. And so it wasn't like a big like Vans shoes in the middle of a documentary. So there's. If but you, we were but just to be clear, we are willing to do that. We will course, go Vans yeah. shoes <laughs> in the middle of uh, in the middle of the documentary. We'll put a Vans be, tattoo on yeah. our faces. We don't care. Um, uh, so just think, like, if you know someone or work for a company that might be willing to kick in, we need, you know... Because we got about four weeks to kind of pull the trigger. We got not. four weeks to pull the trigger not on Australia. So, um, and obviously, it, we, we're going to make a great movie. We're already getting great footage. The footage we know we're going to get, we're going to get more interviews. It's going to be awesome. Australia and Japan would really... It would take the film to the next level. This is not just me looking for an excuse to go surfing in Australia. <laughs> this is the, or to me go to go to on a Lord of the Rings tour. Because <laughs> I was like, me, hey, where did where did Chris go? He just disappeared to New Zealand for uh, two weeks. Right, is that part of the shoot? I, he said it was. Or for me to try to meet yeah. Sonny Chiba. Yeah, this isn't this isn't what this is about. Hanzo Steel. Yeah. Um, it really the interviews in Australia with There's a the, picture of Chris in Hobbiton. <laughs> The, the Australian fans, you guys have been awesome. 
and 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 we want to talk to you. Obviously, our plan would be to go to like Sydney and Melbourne to get interviews, and then go out to Perth and go out to see Russell at the mine, um, and then get to Tokyo and interview uh, Sandy. And we just got an interview from a fan, Nicole and Andy and Andy. So um, those would be really awesome. It would be really really to get your guy, especially the Jap. And if we have to work a day in the mine to get an airfare, we'll do it. <laughs> I mean anything. I don't know if there's a. If, I'm, I'm going to try to line up. I mean, some, we'll have the interns do it. Well, yeah, but yeah, well, I'm not going to. I'm not an animal. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like, I'm going to try to line up some gigs in Australia if that can help pay for some of the costs. So we're yeah, just going to get creative. We have to do stand up comedy while yeah. mining. Yeah. I'll palm strike that mine. Oh shit! Get some iron ore. So anyway, guys, um, you guys have been so amazing. So I think we thought it. I mean, we want to be completely transparent too. Yeah. Like, here's what's going on. Here's mm-hmm. what we're doing, and here's um, what we could use a little help with. Still, those this of is, you who did donate, uh, even if we, you know, if we don't get to Australia and Japan, we're still going to make a great movie. It's still going to be amazing. It's still going to yeah. be amazing film. Those interviews have been fucking great. Um, so uh, also, I've got. Um, current tour dates you're going to hear my 2010 tour dates in a oh, minute yeah. <laughs> um, nice. i will be in raleigh north carolina with doug benson uh april 10th and then uh doug and i will be in charlotte north carolina april 12th and asheville april 13th never been to that city it'll be great um and then we will be in salt lake city september 17th uh we're doing the countdown to 420 show at Cobbs in san francisco april 19th uh, Doug will be recording his album at Helium in Portland, April 20th. And then our annual uh, April 21st show in Eugene, Oregon. Uh, 420. 421. So 420 in Portland, 421 in Eugene. Uh, we'll be in Madison, Wisconsin, May 3rd. Uh, Downtown Zanies in Chicago, May 4th. And the Rosemont one, May 5th. One of those, I think, is a Doug Loves Movies. I know, I know one of them is. I forget. I think it's the fifth one. So, I, oh, go ahead. Uh, so those are all the tour dates. If I haven't posted those, I will. Um, and then, of course, we're in Doug and I are in Denver and Lincoln in May as well. So check that out. Excellent. I will actually be in uh, Las Vegas at the Improv at Harris from uh, Tuesday, April uh, 8th through the 13th. Check that out, guys. You guys... Um, are the greatest fans ever. Um, for <laughs> it's so, true. For so many reasons. And this documentary has been so far to hear all these podcasters and fans. So far, it's just been mainly podcasters talk about how great the fans are. We've seen all this great fan art and awesome stuff. We're posting photos on my Twitter, Comedy Film Nerds, Facebook and Twitter, yes. and, and the Earbuds account. If you haven't already, like the Earbuds uh, Facebook page and follow the Earbuds yeah, on Twitter. I, I, and I will say, too, I want to give a shout-out to our our prolific writer, Neil T. Weekly. He's really been mm-hmm. keeping the site going as we've been so busy, and you know the other performers have been very busy, too. Um, there are still some great um, new articles, actually, on um, the site, as well as some great stuff from uh, our Australian writer, C.J. Johnson. C.J. Yeah, he's been... Uh, um, contributing a lot of stuff lately too. Uh, and Keith Blomberg and the crew, has been, yeah, they've been, been great. So great, man. We're shooting. These guys are rolling in. They're getting gear set up quick. They're awesome, and they're getting great shots. This movie is going to look really great. It's not going to just be. I mean, Keith's pretty much gone from intern to producer. <laughs> yeah, at, he has here at Comedy Film, and Nerds. he started bugging <laughs> us. To, can I intern? Like several yeah. years ago. Yeah. And this, now he's helping produce a film. Mm-hmm. So. Um, we like crazy fans. Yeah, and at the end, we're going to kill him. Yeah, this is his last, this is his last <laughs> project. 
He doesn't know it. Yeah. Uh, don't say anything. Don't say anything, guys. Don't ruin it. It's like a surprise birthday party. Surprise! <laughs> Katana. Ping! Um, all right. So here it is. Episode 25 from September 2010 with uh, a friend and, and uh, longtime guest of the show, Doug Benson. From ComedyFilmNerds.com. With Graham Elwood, the voting force of Pandora, ever heard of it? And Chris Mancini. What clan are you from? This is the Comedy Film Nerds Podcast. It's not that great. This is not the ninja movie I signed up for. Cousin Eddie's package. Why can't this happen? I got nothing going on. Welcome to the Comedy Film Nerds Podcast, episode... 25. 25! This is our 25th anniversary. Yeah, yeah quarter of a hundred. Quarter of... <laughs> Wait, no. Yeah, that's right. That is right. Yeah. It's just, usually it's a quarter of a century. Yeah. Or, no, it's just a quarter of a hundred. It just sounds very clinical. It doesn't yeah. sound as exciting as when I was... Yay! It's just 25. All right, we'll just keep it at 25. <laughs> I'm Graham Elwood. I'm Chris Mancini. Thanks for listening. Thank, good, good night. <laughs> um, uh, welcome. We uh, This is fun, episode 25. It sure is. And before we go any further, we should really talk about episode 24. All right. Okay. That was the um, couple of sound issues with that. There yeah. was a mic cord issue. That's why the crackling was. So we pulled the episode and we're going to put back just the stuff from Albuquerque. And maybe with a little extended Albuquerque stuff. A little so extended kinda, Albuquerque Kind of be stuff. a little bit of a different episode with um, much fewer problems. Much fewer problems. And the, and the echo thing, that's just that specific episode just for everyone who wrote us like echo emails because it was recorded in a big venue hall. Like you can, it was a live event where there was people in like a bar, nightclub-y area. So that's why it was a little echoey. So... That you're just gonna have to suck it. <laughs> <laughs> the the other echoey problems were uh, I think they're gone, but they may come back. But anyway, the uh, the point is <laughs> that we Echoes appreciate like you guys ghosts. sticking with. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate. <laughs> we we are as frustrating it is to hear a sound problem on your end. Imagine what it's like in the garage. <laughs> it's really maddening because yeah. we're all sitting in our underwear. It's really hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's not even helping that we're in our underwear. We're still hot, and it's affecting the sound. <laughs> so. <laughs> So thank you for all the emails. And, yeah. you know, it's not like we ignore the suggestions either. We email everyone back. No. We've had some great suggestions we on like um, uh, doing things properly. The one, Which, like, <laughs> I, I like, we all those, I like, I love any of those critiques because they're helpful. The ones I don't like is that one jag who put the, on iTunes is like, it's okay. I might give it another star if you stop doing so many shout outs. Well, here's a shout out. Suck it. I don't want your other <laughs> star. How's that sound? It was like a threat yeah. or, a, or a little carrot. I might give you, you another yeah. star. Well, fuck you. Take your star and jam it. How's that sound? <laughs> wow. I think we just lost all four that he gave us. Oh, wow. Good. Mm-hmm. Stop listening if you're going to be a dick. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> stop doing so many shout outs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah about, maybe we should that? stop doing shout outs. Shout outs are like, supposed to be fun. I like doing i one here's the thing here's why i bring that up because many people come up to me after shows i'll give some shout outs right now was just doing shows with our first guest who um (laughs) in baltimore and uh, dc all these people came up love the podcast you know you guys are great 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change the whole format of the show because one dick puts a thing on iTunes. I'm not it's like when we do shows in comedy clubs and the whole crowd's laughing and there's one guy sitting there with his arms folded. I'm not changing my show for that dick. Do you, you know, change the way you eat if you have one dick in your mouth? Yes. There's there's multiple dicks makes things very different. You know, you got to go. It's a numbers game. How many dicks are in your right, mouth? Right, exactly. Which one are you going to change for? Yeah. I mean, how do you that's do that? That's a horrible metaphor. It is. That's really... We should have used kitten hands. <laughs> a lot of people like kitten hands on yeah. the road. Um, well, let's introduce our guest. Um, our guest. Our guest. Fantastic. I said it. Well said done, it. sir. I said first guest only because there was a married couple that came up to me and uh, at the Arlington Draft House, and they wanted me to autograph my CD to our first guest. Did but you remember da- their names? Um, married couple from Arlington. Okay. That was there. Was there. And what were they wearing? Were what, what was the shirt that you really liked that you couldn't remember? What were they oh, wearing? Oh, dude, you're killing me. That was like three episodes ago. <laughs> my memory doesn't do that. I can remember movies from the 70s better than that, than last week. All right, let's introduce our Here's guest. Here's our guest. We've done The Road numerous times. We just came off of The Road together. We have all of his CDs for sale, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, has his own podcast, Doug Loves Movies. How about it? Doug Benson. Oh, How about yeah. it? How about it? Hey, you should uh, you know, remind people that my latest CD slash DVD, Hypocritical Oaf, is... Available through you guys, through comedy film nerds. Autograph copies. Autograph we're, the, copies. we're the only people selling autograph copies online. Um, so and we're the only ones that have a gift pack. If you want all of three of Doug's CDs along with a free shirt. Yes. Yeah. If you want, if you like uh, hard physical copies of things that are signed, in your mouth. that are signed, in that, you, that you can no. put in your mouth, <laughs> then comedy film nerds is a place to go. If you're into the digital download thing, it's available on uh, iTunes. Yes. Yeah, but if you want a copy, oh, that part just and I, out. that was weird. That was weird. Just, that, that just cut out. out. You yeah, said yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You <laughs> have to buy a hard copy. <laughs> Do not digitally download this record. As the shirt someone on the road once gave me said, "You can't roll a joint on a digital download." <laughs> Boom shakalaka! <laughs> wow, right and poignant. Yeah. Uh, right. What's this? Uh, I know you give a rundown of the show to the guests. I, I should explain that to people before I start reading from it. But you skip something. What's this thing in parentheses? Uh, oh, that about was the, the yeah, was, was our ad that we were we we're gonna record later. But we may as well just do it now then. Yeah, that's this was uh, a fun spot for it, it. Now that I brought it up, it's natural. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Read it. All right. Today's sponsor is Audible. Please visit audiblepodcast.com slash comedyfilmers for a free audiobook download. And what we were going to talk about is one of the books available is The American. And I just saw it, but it's actually called um, A Very Special Gentleman by a writer, uh, Martin Booth. And, you know, I, I saw this movie over the weekend. It was a great movie. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. But the thing that drove me crazy about it is why don't hitmen wear sneakers? You know they're they're Hearts. walking. They're always <laughs> walking loud, on these loud clomp, shoes. Clomp, clomp, clomp. And, you know when one's chasing How the other, you know it's like I, I can hear your shoes. So and at one point, George Clooney actually takes his shoes off so he doesn't make as much noise. So just wear sneakers, hitmen. I, I think. Jeez, that's that why hard? there's no tap dancing, hitmen. Right. <laughs> Those two professions just cannot coexist. Gregory Hines. Everything is made of stone in Italy. So you have, it sounds like every hitman has tap shoes on. It's insane. I gotta dance. (laughs) There's part of it takes place in Italy. Spoiler alert. (laughs) 
Yeah, and but, then and one hitman tries to kill him, and he throws down sand and goes challenge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, what caught Doug's eye is the point I, w- I was going to get to uh, in a much more natural fashion than the way we're doing it mm-hmm. is that uh, <laughs> Martin Booth is also a, a writer of nonfiction, and he wrote a book about cannabis, a history, oh. which is uh, I thought would interest our guest. How does that yeah, pertain to Doug? That's very yeah. interesting. When I I haven't seen the American. Well, he's a history fan. But when I do. I will sit there the whole time thinking, this is based on a book written by a guy who knows a lot about weed. <laughs> and maybe that'll get me through the slower patches and stop, get me, keep me from being distracted by uh, George Clooney's shoes. Yes. <laughs> and also, Very Special Gentleman is uh, available on Audible. Uh, but cannabis, a history is not. So that you're gonna. So have couldn't to buy you get a free download format. to read that? You totally could get a free download to listen to it. How do you do that? <laughs> to listen to it, <laughs> right? You can't. I love to read things on Audible. Oh, I yeah. love it's great reading. And you got to go to audio. I like to Audible. listen things on readable. <laughs> I. You got to go to audiblepodcast.com slash comedy film nerds for free audiobook download. Don't go to audible.com. We said it before, that's for suckers. Yeah, that's a sucker. Audiblepodcast.com slash comedy film nerds. Boom. Free download. Do it. In fact, our fan in Japan, uh, Sanai. Sanai. She tried to do. Uh, yeah, we do. Our big fan, Japan. Uh, we, we tried to do. She, she emailed us saying we tried to do an audible download and we couldn't do it in North America only. So oh, we're sorry. Kanbanwa. Yeah. <laughs> no, that didn't. What say does that anything. mean? That means. <laughs> I think it means good afternoon or good morning. Really? Bung. Konnichiwa. <laughs> good bung. bung. Is the middle of good afternoon. Kanbanwa. Konnichiwa. And scene. In theaters now. Let's get after it. You saw this movie, Resident Evil Four Afterlife. Yeah. This is the fourth movie in the series really is that why they yes. call it resident evil yes. 4 <laughs> well no they don't actually call it 4 it's just resident evil afterlife oh you just yeah, put a 4 I in there four. i don't want anyone to get confused as to which movie this was <laughs> out of the four was part uh, three called before life yeah <laughs> it was i think it was called like or Apocalypse life or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> life. <laughs> that would have made more sense um these aren't great movies. <laughs> no, but they're fun. But right? here, I mean, here's the, here's the thing. But, but, I stepped out on two. Once having, I saw two, I was good for the... You know what? Two and three were series. the worst ones. Here's the crazy thing. The fourth one, best one yet. No way, it, really? It, it's actually a really fun movie. And it, it. no one was more surprised than I, sitting in the theater going, oh my God, this is kind of fun. It must the, be all right, because you know, it did better than projected one. over the weekend. Yeah, number one. Like, they knew it would open number one, but they thought it'd be like 11 or 12 million, right. but it was, it was like 26 27. Or yeah. That's yeah. a big... I mean, I know it had no competition, really, but still, that was... It, the guy, the original director, Paul uh, W.S. Anderson, came back, and the thing I loved about it was he came back not with like, I'm going to make a bad movie. He came back like with something to prove. I'm going to save this franchise <laughs> after the, you know, the other two were, <laughs> you know, were not as good. And he just, man, he came in. The opening scene, there's like no zombies in it. It's all pure action with um, uh, Mila Jovovich, just swords, guns. She's killing, great. Killing She's all these people. She's married to that director, isn't She's she? married to the director, yeah, yes. There you go. And uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so um, let's. But it was, yeah, it's just let's like. Let's make yeah, this franchise work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so we can. So <laughs> For we can, the children. Yes. <laughs> so we can both keep working together. Uh, so it was actually a really fun movie. A lot of action, a lot of cool stuff, a lot of zombies. And you know what? The 3D, I heard they used uh, Cameron's 3D 
cameras and it looked really good like really cool zombie stuff uh cool uh like alaskan kind of vista kind of thing so you're recommending seeing i'm this actually in 3D. recommending seeing it in 3d wow. yeah i went i did so this and step treatment. up this and step up yes <laughs> if you had a choice go see step up but if you uh <laughs> if it's just resident evil it was the kind of movie that you're like okay this is kind of fun it's stupid but it's also um, unexpected. It's just kind of fun, nerdy, geeky, action-filled uh, thing. And he took it a little bit away from the zombies, which is cool. There's a lot of zombies in it, but it's more monsters and all sorts of different, like, uh, kind of action and fighting soldiers. And uh, The thing that cracks me up, though, is, like, the world has been destroyed by a zombie apocalypse. So why would you still have a corporation? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Umbrella Corporation is still there with headquarters and all these different cities. And, like, if the world has ended, who's going to buy your products, corporation? <laughs> what, what, why? What's the, why well, there's it? always the internet. There's always online yeah, yeah. sales that they're going to do really and, well with. And uh, Mila's yeah. still, um, in a post-apocalyptic world, still seems to be able to find makeup. Good. Which is great. That's good. Um, <laughs> But, you know, you, you just shut your brain off for this one. But it's a good popcorn movie. It's like what popcorn movies should be. They're big, dumb, loud, a lot of slow motion posing, often while wet by the nice. heroines. I like, uh, yeah, yeah, I like the Allie Larder fighting people. She's uh, absolutely. She was great in Heroes. And they Especially fight. Especially season one. Yeah, yeah. They fight a big giant with good. an axe. Good. <laughs> it's Get those giants out of there. Yeah. But isn't it super CG? Like, isn't uh, doesn't everything just look like it's not no. real? No, it, it doesn't, because all the zombies are like, they're all just makeup effects, and uh, a lot of it is a mix of practical and CG. They oh, actually cut it down. They cut it down a little, which is good. He, act, If this makes any sense, the director actually kind of grounded it a little bit, mm-hmm. because the, the last couple were so insane and so ridiculous, it made no sense. Like, you know, um, the girl, uh, Alice, the character's name, she had, like, superpowers, like, well, if she has superpowers, she's just fighting zombies. Who cares? It doesn't make any sense. She loses all her powers at the beginning of this movie. So now all of a sudden she can be hurt and die. So now it actually makes it a more interesting movie. Oh, wow. So. All right. I'll, I, I'll I watch like 50. If, if 15 minutes into it, I'm not having a great time, I, I can get up and leave, right? Absolutely. By it, that point, I should be actually in the, or out. The first 10. 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah, first I'll 10. give it 10 minutes in <laughs> you, a multiplex. Yeah. You'll know. And I'll set it up ten, so that. You perfect perfect up. for me to switch yeah. over to Eat, yeah. Pray, Love or yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> You'll know in 10 minutes whether this movie is for you or not. Either way. Whether I should yeah. stay or I should yeah. leave I and mean, go eat and pray. It's going to be a girl it, running around the earth either it, way for it you. It starts with Mila Jovovich attacking a Japanese company many, many miles underground with a bunch of clones. You know you're either in or out. I'm in point. or out. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. All and right. I think our Japanese listener is going to be in with that, yeah. right? Yes. She's... She yeah. fights a lot of Japanese companies with clones. Yes. She sold me that on Facebook. <laughs> Arigato. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's go. Our next movie. I'm just surprised you didn't say Mr. Roboto after Mr. that. I would not say that. That's an old reference. Domo. Um, so I'm still here. I, haven't, I, was, I was torn between... Torn? Torn. I was torn between C and I'm still here. With and Martin. being a leprechaun. And being a leprechaun. No, that's my Italian voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, between Joaquin Phoenix movie and the Pat Tillman movie, so I did not see. I'm still here, but I'm I'm both I'm, gripping documentaries. Apparently, yeah. I, I'm I'm curious. I, I really want to see. I'm still here. I, I, we keep talking about it, but I I d- did you see this, Doug? No. And when, it's when he I, gets, I was with you all weekend. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't remember sneaking off. That's when he gets post traumatic stress, right? From like being in Braveheart or something, or no, <laughs> yeah, Gladiator. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, he and got, then he starts rapping. It's his, you know, it's just another of his. Like, is this real or is this a joke? 
not funny joke and not interesting real situation. <laughs> like, I just don't know why anybody cares at all. Well, that's the thing. I don't think they did. Yeah. I don't think anyone went to go see that movie. Yeah, I think the Affleck movie to see uh, in yeah. theaters this fall is The Town. <laughs> Without yeah. a doubt. That is going to be... I, that looks... that. We'll, we'll talk about that later. That looks really good. Yeah, I don't know about it. I'm still here. I'm curious to see it because um, I'm curious to see how Casey Affleck does a documentary. And I, I, I am really. Are you actually curious to see that? How I, Casey Affleck I, does a documentary. <laughs> I am. I'm really. I really want to see uh, how he handles. What makes this boy tick? What, <laughs> I'm. I honestly. I. I. I am fascinated with Joaquin Phoenix, and because I think he's a really good actor, and I want. I really want to know if it is a trick. Then God bless him. But I really think he's this crazy. Like when Billy Bob Thornton flipped out on that Canadian guy who, when he was on the road with his band, I think there's celebrities that are that nuts that are like, you know, Billy Bob Thornton was like, stop asking me about my acting career. Weren't you briefed? It's like, what else would we be talking about, you wing nut? Well, the whole audience gets like little (laughs) packets. Yeah, and, and here's what you and can't that reminds shout out me, to the did stage. my publicist did my publicist tell you guys that I don't want to talk about movies? Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired of talking about movies. I'm here to talk about movies or cheeseburgers. Um, <laughs> I'm here to talk about a new restaurant. Oh boy. <laughs> you should see the dumb beard Doug has today too. It's really stupid. And he was rapping a little earlier. Oh, he's trying to rap. He keeps trying to sing. Oh. I, I don't, uh, I just can't muster up any, he's not, it, this weird persona isn't funny. Like when he was on Letterman, it wasn't funny. Right. It was just like, I'm just being weird for no reason. That's why I don't think he's trying to be funny. I think he legitimately just went, I'm, I can, you know, he's So been, he's not even Crispin Glover. He's been acting, he's been acting since he was a kid. He has no perception of reality. He's a wing bird. You know what I mean? And he's... Uh, well, I yeah, I heard stories of like you know that uh, all the Phoenix kids have weird names. You know, like his his name when he was a child actor was Leaf uh, Phoenix, and he switched it to the much more <laughs> stable, <laughs> much more normal sounding Joaquin, and um, more mainstream. But you know, Leaf River Mud Hut, they all had names. <laughs> They all had weird, uh, you know, hippie names, and like the the story on them was like it was the kind of family where where they like would all like uh, swim naked together and stuff like that when they were kids with the parents all swimming naked. And, oh, that wouldn't affect you at all. That doesn't poor, make and you poor weird. River, you know, his life didn't uh, end up so good. That so, was too bad. Yeah, that guy was a great actor too. So uh, I think the Phoenixes are, um, you know, classic messed up showbiz. From showbiz slash hippie parents, <laughs> like that's the worst combination, you know. Like, yeah, like you always yeah. hear really weird stuff about Shia LaBeouf's. You know, his mom is like showbiz mom slash hippie. So there's a lot of uh, he's always. Which got one weird, do you think is first? Weird things to say about her. Do you think it's hippie slash showbiz mom or showbiz yeah. mom slash? No, hippie? they're hippies first, and they have a kid, and they go, "What are we going to do to make a living?" <laughs> showbiz mom. <laughs> then I can go to I can go with my son to the uh, VMA awards and dance like a dumb hippie over in the oh. corner. <laughs> nice reference. <laughs> Graham Elwood coming to a town near you with the dancing hippie alone routine. Yeah, the cornerstone of his act. Um, speaking of weirdness, how about virginity hit? That was a horrible think, segue. I don't. Well, I think it's going to be horrible content too. I don't think any of us saw it. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't I, see it. not only didn't just I see wait till it, it comes on YouTube. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure nobody saw this next movie, Legendary, the John Cena wrestling drama. I read a little bit about it, and it yeah. sounds like it's like it tries really hard to be more of a drama than a uh, 
you know, like then you a typically see a wrestling guy, <laughs> right. in, you know, because he's like in a prison or something in it. Right. And is he like trying to counsel like some at risk youth or something like that? Or yeah, it sounds. Uh, and then he goes on an island oh. for some reality show where he has to kill the other inmates, right? I don't know. Oh, no, that was a Stone Cold Steve Austin movie. <laughs> Never mind. What's the difference? What isn't a Stone Cold yeah. Steve Austin movie when you think about it? Oh, man. What was that movie, the Stone Cold Steve Austin movie? I'm curious now. Um, Condemned or something? That'd be great yeah. to have like a an action movie that has like kind of a, a, a unsure title, Condemned or something? Yeah, or something. <laughs> Hunted, maybe. Oh, it was it was the condemned, the condemned, <laughs> the condemned, or something with or Stone Cold Steve Austin as the condemned. Yeah, I assume. <laughs> or is it about a man who condemns others? It's a guy. He's a critic. Yeah, <laughs> he's a he's a he's a food social critic. commentator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's no condemning good. people. God, you can tell it's a shitty weekend for movies when only one of us saw one of these movies. And it was good. And yeah. it was a Resident Evil movie. There's no way the fourth Resident Evil movie should have been any good. No, no. <laughs> and the fact that it was is, is uh, pretty much kind million of dollars worth yeah. of good. But we were running around in D.C. Shout out to everybody at the Arlington <laughs> Draft yeah. House. That's, that goes, that's shout outs for people who hate shout outs. Yeah, yeah we actually <laughs> said we went to the Arlington Draft House. We saw The Sorcerer's Apprentice. <laughs> Oh yeah, not all of it though. Oh, just because it's enough. just such a. It, it's. Uh, I was just sitting there stunned at like what were they even trying to do? Like it. It's a movie for no one. It's Make got, national treasure money. That's what like, they were trying. Yeah, to Yeah, but it was like national treasure is tolerable. You can see, and you could see what the appeal of it is, even if you don't like it. But this is such a swing and a miss. It's just so like. Nick Cage just trying to be kind of weird and funny, but it, it, like the timing's all off, and that uh, was it as funny as Con Air. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Is like yeah. Con Air is a you know goddamn classic, and <laughs> don't you dare say anything bad about it again. <laughs> that's one of my favorite like movies where it's such a strange combination of good and terrible. You know, because Malkovich is awesome, yeah, and and in the and in that kind of role, Nick Cage can be really fun, and there's lots of weird, you know, you gotta love a plane crash into Vegas. Chappelle, yeah. you gotta love when they dump Chappelle's body out of the <laughs> out of the plane, and it's got a note on it to to get to the authorities, and it, but then of course it's an awesome sequence marred by then you got to cut to the couple arguing in the car. And then suddenly the body smashes on the uh, uh, on their car. You know, like why do we have to meet those people before that happens? <laughs> why can't the body just hit like the, the middle of the street and people scream and they find the note? Moving on. <laughs> like the attempt to add comedy to those kind back of to movies, the airplane. Yeah, is uh, is brutal. The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Like the reason we went there is because the Draft House is one of these cool places that it's like serves food and and beer or whatever like it's a really cool I, I love seeing movies there so we just went there to really to eat and then just take a look at sources of and we just kept looking at each other the whole time going who's this movie for is there anybody in the watching it yeah yeah, yeah. and it was a real mix of people too because that's the movie so schizophrenic is like you, you what can't was on the marquee did it actually say sorcerer's apprentice it said sorcerer's app yeah <laughs> So maybe some people wandered in, just wanted to, you know, put a cool thing on their iPhone. But uh, cast spells, yeah, yeah. And on the marquee, because they, you know, they have comedy, and then they show movies. They had what did it say? Doug Benson, and then underneath you was Predator. It said Predator, Predators with an S. But so you were plural. I worried the S would fall off. Doug Benson, Predator. Yeah, (laughs) come see this creep tonight at nine thirty at the Arlington Drive. Well, it would have been even cooler if it said Doug Benson versus Predators versus Predator. Now that's a movie I would see. 
Doug Benson versus Predators? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I think let's, contact high wins. It. Let's pitch yeah. it. Let's pitch it. <laughs> fight him. Drop him, Doug, in a jungle. The guy's so stoned, he can outsmart those predators. weird predator things. <laughs> oh, well, the one, all right. The other movie that I did see this weekend, I, I really want to talk about this, was the, the, the Tillman story. And um, it, it said a lot of things to me. First of all, all the trailers were for documentaries. And it really is points out the fact that if you actually want accurate information, a documentary is going to be your best bet because the mainstream media is is so horrible. Like, pro- you ta- wait, you can't be talking about cable news. No, <laughs> no, cable news is phenomenal um, and accurate. Yeah, uh, this this movie is about um, you know how it, it was really it was really amazing to me because I did not know that much about Pat Tillman other than what we all know. You know, he gave up a football career to join the army, and he was killed over there, and then. Uh, they initially said he was killed by the Taliban, and then they said it was it was friendly fire. But going into all that was was amazing because it was his parents, specifically his mom, who just kept wanting. They just they and the the way the military handled it, they they just blatantly lied. They just blatantly lied to his whole family, and they did it for PR. And it's just the specifics of it are so. They're so maddening, you know. And now, did they interview the family? Oh, the whole fa- okay. the whole family's interviewed throughout the whole movie. Okay, and um, and you you find out the history of the family, like how they were very. The dad was a lawyer, and you know, and they found this blogger Steve Steve Jeff J G E O F F, who is ex special forces military that runs a blog, and he was the one. One of the things the military did was they finally said, oh, okay, okay, we'll be honest with you. And then dumped like crates of, of documents. Like there's no one, no civilian that's going to go through this shit. And now, nor could they understand it because it's all blacked out and redacted oh. and all this shit. So they found this ex-special forces guy to kind of go through and read between the lines and start to say, this is why they covered it up. And, and, and then you learn more about Pat Tillman from the image that was put out there of him. You know, I didn't know this. He he did a tour with his Ranger unit in Iraq in 03 and came back really disillusioned and was like, man, I don't know. And they even, the military, um, I don't want to... Wow, I don't want to like spoil. You want to it, spoil the ending? I don't want to spoil. It's not. Well, it's not the end. Yeah, the ending. You know the ending. He got fucked over by the government, and Donald Rumsfeld walks away, and you want to punch him in the mouth. Um, but like, but not with your mouth. Not with my mouth. No, I don't want to make out with him, Laura Howe style. Um, uh, I, 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 this this movie, like, I, he comes back from Iraq, and he was offered. The military said, "You went. You did one deployment. We let you. We'll." get you out of your three-year deal to go back to the NFL. We'll let you do that. And he said no, because he was such a like, I signed up for three years, even though I'm becoming disillusioned with the military and the war in Iraq, because I, I believe in the war in Afghanistan, but I don't believe in the war in Iraq, but that's okay. I will honor my commitment. And <laughs> So that part was true. That, uh, the, yeah. that part was all true. Like, and, and there's so many things in there, like the description of who he is and listening to his younger brothers talk about him and his wife and how the whole family got kind of swept up in this media thing of this image that the military and the, and, and the Bush administration helped put out there as a recruiting poster. You know, and, it, and it's the fact that he got killed by friendly fire doesn't tarnish the fact that he was a hero, that he signed up and served his country and died. I mean, friendly fire happens in wars. And it's just so, it's so like, I, I, I you know, and then what bothers me so much, having, you know, uh, 
done USO tours, I'm not a soldier in any stretch of the imagination, is how much no one gives a shit. There was four people in the theater, you know, and this happened, and they it was public how they screwed this and lied to this family, and they had a big hearing, and that, which is all in the movie, and they show all these Rumsfeld and, and Richard Myers, the... Air Force four star wow. general. Where did you see it? I saw it at the landmark in uh, in West LA. Well, maybe but that's you know that's yeah, also that's... the bane of documentaries in general is that they're they're you know underattended. I know. And people well, they have no marketing. People don't care. They have no marketing to them, and there's probably a lot of people that don't know it exists. Don't, don't know it exists. I mean, I hope people see it, and I know also too that documentaries. Everyone are... knew Sorcerer's Apprentice was around. Ooh, yeah, you got to keep an eye out for the DVD release of documentaries you love because there's a lot of people listening to this podcast that even even now you're talking about it and they get fired up about it it's and not it's not in playing s- in their town yeah it's not no, you know you we're in LA and it's at like one one or two weird theaters yeah, you know? know so so a lot of towns it's not, not even playing so this show is a great way of when it does come out on DVD say you know rent yeah. put this it in your queue. let's let's talk like about it like the cove it. that dolphin one yeah. that was uh, you know that you're never going to find in a movie you're never going to there's so many good documentaries out there so yeah that's a, that's an excellent point remember this the Tillman story and it will come back when it does come on DVD we'll 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 plug it again if if you do get a chance to see it in the theater go um because you're truly supporting, you know, I, the, the, and, and the, the, the trailers leading up to it. There was the Waiting for Superman, which is about, which comes out next week, which is about yeah. the educational system. I actually can't wait to see that oh. movie because it actually, that, that affected us. Because for us to get a uh, um, Bella into a good kindergarten, we had to go through this whole process. Lotteries, permits, yeah. all this. It was insane. For a, for a five-year-old. For a five-year-old, yeah, for kindergarten. And it's that, that, and then there's another one about the whole Lehman Brothers and all this, the corporate scams and how the government, be whatever political party is in on it, like that documentary looks amazing. And Countdown okay. to Zero is supposed to be great. Yeah, yeah, Countdown to Zero looks great. It's, uh, it's yeah, it's just... Waiting for Superman is... Um, I think that's two weeks. It's coming out soon, but I, I think I might get to go to the, like, the LA premiere of mm-hmm. it. And it's you know it's directed by Davis Guggenheim who did, did an Inconvenient Truth. Truth and he, you know who his wife is? Uh, wait, wait, Mila Jojovich. No, no. <laughs> uh, that two-timing whore. <laughs> After life. Oh yeah, what's it? Uh, Larry David's ex-wife, right? No, <laughs> but that sounds good. Yeah, because she was a big environmentalist and she was uh, a producer on. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, they it's uh, I assume they've been married for a while. It's Elizabeth Shue who um oh, right. who was a recent guest on my podcast Doug Loves Movies and And uh, you had to redact now, some of it. <laughs> yeah. And now uh now she and I are email uh, you know chatting email through emails. You know, I'm not trying to do anything. I I respect Davis <laughs> Guggenheim too much and his work. So, but I, I think I'm well, going to go, I think I'm gonna go clear, see clear, though, here on this so podcast. Excited. So if anyone's listening. But she also does still look in- incredibly hot for she's great. her age and, and uh, overall mileage. She's been in a ton of movies. So Doug Benson's in- intentions are pure, in case anyone was worried <laughs> yeah. and wondering. I just want to go see. Towards Elizabeth Shue. I just well, want to go see this new superhero movie I've heard so much yeah. about, Waiting for Superman. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. It's, a, it's not a super. I'm you're so not, excited. You're missing, How long do you have to wait? I thought the director of Inconvenient up. Truth made a superhero movie. All right. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. The lady that directed Going the Distance, the, uh, the new Drew Barrymore, Justin Long thing, she came out of documentaries. Yes, she did. Well, speaking of documentaries... You've done one. Bango, and you're and you're in it. Yes, sir. And Chris has seen it. I have. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, uh, Super High Me is still available for if you want to watch it and laugh at how I have a better memory than Graham Elwood. Wait, what? Huh? <laughs> I forgot what he just nice said. One. Yeah. <laughs> um, check that out. And what Are we going to be seeing a sequel? Uh, I, you know, the high road that we, that Graham and I did for the G4 network was uh, kind of a de facto sequel because mm-hmm. it was kind of the same idea. Me just getting stoned, traveling around with Graham doing stand up. And uh, so, uh, how did it end? Hoping to do more of that. <laughs> it ended when the gig ended. We got in the car, a rental car, and drove away. Yeah, later. <laughs> yeah, it didn't really have an ending. Um, uh, so, yeah, so I, uh, hopefully we'll get m- more of that sort of stuff going. Like, I'd love to do another, like, another tour movie that kind of, focuses on a little bit on the whole uh, pot thing but again like you know doug's documentary super jaime has all of this statistical information in it that i personally was unaware of that was really informative that again really prob- you were unaware of it uh, no i, I mean like all of the, on all the road with doug and he, you had no he'd idea. certainly <laughs> never been in a dispensary or known exactly how many there are in los angeles because they're they're kind of stealth, sure. stealthily uh you know, but they, I mean, like starting to they just have like a they? pot leaf in the window. Yeah. Well, a lot of LA City they're Council like them. started like making all these rules, like you got to right, be a right. thousand feet away from a public area. Which where in LA is that exactly? You know, in so, the middle of uh, a field. Yeah. So it's tougher. But but on November second, we get to vote to legalize it outright in California, and that if that happens, that's going to be crazy because the feds are still not down with that. They'll still be federally illegal, but by state, it'll be an interesting it'll be court legal. case. Yeah, of course it will. You know, there's going to be uh, lawsuits and stuff over it. I'm sure. Well, I'm, I'm yeah, because that wouldn't be a waste of money. No, <laughs> or time. Or well, energy. this is this is the thing. I'm, it's 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 interesting because you know Doug and I have talked about this and radio shows on the road and stuff. Is is that one of the reasons we're you're not hearing a lot of debate on it? Is like because the right wing right now is is their whole thing is. Big government, get them out of our lives. You know, Obama's socialism is killing everybody, so they can't then come in and say, well, we're going to go against a state trying to vote for something that it already is primarily in favor of. You know, they can't come down and say... You can't. Yeah, it's that's it's just more big government. You know, yeah. they're they're against big government, and government's what's telling us we can't smoke something that grew out of the ground. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> it's it's a, they're in a tricky spot. So, but the Democrats are in a tricky spot too because it's also something that's hard to like. They they they'd fear that they'd lose some of their more right leaning constituents if they come out in favor of legalizing a drug that people still strangely think is going to make people have uh, you know car accidents and stuff. It's a gateway drug. And the gateway thing, yeah. Just yesterday I was watching cable news and there was a guy on there that's, you know, I'm against Prop 19 and it was all about, but it's a gateway drug. And it's just like, how often does it have to be proven that that is not the case and that it's <laughs> that an addictive personality could jump leapfrog right over marijuana to get to the harder drugs like that doesn't have to be a step it just happens to be that's like saying somebody got high and went to the movies and then they did crack so let's blame marijuana and movies yeah <laughs> you know like it's like this extra step that like does not need to happen for it's, somebody to get into more serious drugs I'm around as a guy maybe that it doesn't just takes a little more time maybe they're against <laughs> it's not the like time. smoking weed is like yeah. Practicing for yeah. sticking a needle in your arm. They're, they're totally different activities. Well, as someone who doesn't smoke weed, I'm around more of it than most non-pot smokers, and I don't smoke it. It hasn't made me become sort of, oh, now I need to, you know, 
suck dick for crack money. You know yeah, what I mean? I, mean, I just do this dick sucking. Like yeah. I don't need crack. You know, Pot yeah, you do it for get, the sheer sport of it. It's, yeah. a rec- <laughs> it's a recreation. Pot does not get you off heroin. That's what you're trying to say. No, it doesn't. Yeah, you don't have to make a choice. I mean, honestly, like. Well, you know, it can get you off painkillers. It can though. get you yeah. off painkillers. And we that. met in the high road. There was an Iraq war vet who oh, yeah, was hooked yeah. on uh, Vicodin, and the only way he got off of it was pot. I mean, like, it's... And here's the other thing that drives me nuts is, like, I'm an adult. I make the decision I don't want to smoke pot. All of my friends do, just about. <laughs> Everyone that comes to our shows do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's okay. It doesn't... It doesn't uh, and there's wh- that whole thing about, oh, peer pressure and stuff. Like, when I was well, in school... When grow I was a pair. No, uh, that's, that's the thing. Is like, when I was in school, all my friends smoked pot. I didn't smoke pot. And they would always go, you want some? And I would say no. And then that would be it. There's not like, we're not going to be your friend anymore unless you keep smoking yeah. pot. It's but people like, that drink are, that, are the worst. Yeah, all, all that stuff is like, yeah, and, and, uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it, it's so weird. It's like all these like kind of legends that you never actually hear about, like gateway drugs and all this weird peer pressure. It's like, well, I haven't I never actually experienced any of that. Who has that happened to? They're just creating angles to keep, keep the status quo, you know? Right. Like uh, uh, tobacco and alcohol companies don't want people right. freely smoking weed because it's better than both and cuts safer than both. Cuts into their product. Yeah. Yeah, cuts into their profits. Absolutely. You know, you, you'd have to search far and wide to find a mar- strictly marijuana-related death. Like somebody died for some reason because of marijuana, but... Someone is alcohol is killing someone as we speak. What yeah. about that Scott Bayo uh, after school special stoned? <laughs> well, that when show that, killed me. Yeah, it when that killed. kid fell off the boat, remember that? Yeah, because nobody accidents accidents would not happen if people weren't smoking weed. Right. Yeah. No one would fall down ever. No one would ever injure themselves in I any think, way. I think honestly, Scott Bayo should be locked up for that movie. I think he's to blame. For a not lot as of re- not as subsequent reality shows yes. after that. <laughs> his, his reality shows are responsible for a lot of people dying. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. Should we? Uh, let's move on to DVDs. Well, no, let's go into uh, a little bit. Let's talk about uh, your movie game and Leonard Maltin. Oh yeah, just yeah. a hair. Uh, which? What would you like to talk about? None of it. Okay. Um, our next guest. Uh, <laughs> we play this game on my podcast. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of crossover listeners between the two, so I won't uh, belabor the description. But it's basically the Leonard Maltin app or book can be used, and you play like name that tune with uh, names of actors in a film and the title of the film instead of notes and songs. So it's like I can name it in that many names. And we've I've been playing it on the podcast for so long, and now when Graham and I are out on the road doing our live shows, the audiences want to play. And so we'll do like Graham Elwood, Elwood versus the world and bring people up on stage and go head-to-head against Graham. And usually you'll, you'll knock down two or three people before somebody beats you. It was good. The, one, the guy that I lost to in Arlington, what was the movie he beat me on? It was a really... Um Wag the dog? Yeah, wag the dog. That was great. Yeah. That was he he was, The category was movies that take place in Washington DC mm-hmm. and uh he had, he had like like five names mm-hmm. Graham said name that movie and he got to um when I got to the name Kristen Dunst that like lit the light bulb ding, off ding, ding, and ding, he, ding. Went, yeah. he went I know it. It's wag the dog. And then, you know, the place went nuts. Because r- right before that, the guy said, I'm not going to be very good at this. I, ne- I never get him right when I'm listening to the podcast. <laughs> and then he got that right. And then when we were at the merch table after the show, uh, the meet and greet, um, 
the woman that was with him came out to me and said, he just watched that movie three days ago. <laughs> so he just totally lucked out that he picked a, a, a genre, you know, a, a category and a year. Uh, and then that movie turned out to be something that he had just seen. He deserved to win. Then. It's a it's a fun game, <laughs> and I'm sure Chris, you can attest to that. Having yes. played it once, mm-hmm. it takes a while to get the hang of it. I got well, it now. Well, now that I played it once, I actually understand it. You kept going zero names. Uh, yeah, and I was well, like, Jackie. Jackie was like, it was okay. Well, she's at one. I actually have to go to zero. Then negative. I'm like, okay. Well, I guess that's how you play. And then I realized, oh, no one plays like that. Yeah, you're not supposed to. You're do out that. of your mind. Yeah. You guys so, want to do a round real quick? Oh shit. Yeah. Bring sure. it up. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I got to turn my phone on, so oh, there may be phone disruptions now that I have it on. While your phone's booting up, uh, I, I'll, I'll say since we started doing it on the road, it's a blast because people that are showing up with name tags to shows are so they're they didn't just like wander in like who are these comedians? They're so ready. And they're on board with anything. It's, uh, it's, oh, it's they're deeply committed. They tend to sit, you know, they're all sitting right up front. It's great. And uh, it's, it's been really fun. And the we, only, the we only, appreciate that people do that. We really appreciate it. The only tough thing is like, there's now, there used to just be a handful of people with name tags, so it wasn't hard. But we usually only have time to go through three people. And now there's all these people with name tags. And it's like, that's the only downside is like, I want to pick everybody. Yeah, we can't play with everyone, no. which is my motto in life. <laughs> can't play with everyone but boy would i like to try just the people in the front just the people in the front let's let uh chris mancini pick the category okay what are my choices uh let's go with uh these are these are really fun categories let's go with lens bombs that's movies leonard malton gave the bomb uh designation to which is uh, it's worse, not a lo- worse than that, one star. He just calls okay. it bomb. B-O-S-E. So movies he didn't like, not movies that didn't do well. No movies that he thinks okay. are bombs. Right. He didn't like at all. Mm-hmm. Not um, a touchdown in football. <laughs> got it. And then uh, <laughs> another one that was submitted by a uh, somebody on Twitter to me named his Twitter name is Kevin in Chains, and uh, it was. I guess he's uh, Allison Chains fan. Allison's brother. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he suggested he suggested Trips, which is uh, the third in a series of no. in a franchise. Oh, okay. So like uh, Resident Evil Three, Life, right. <laughs> <laughs> preceded Resident Evil Four, Afterlife, and then um, uh, another one submitted was uh, by a guy named Iv Mog M O G G, and he wrote uh, movies that Doug Benson hasn't seen. And I, I managed to dig up like a couple very well-known big movies that I just never got around to seeing for one reason. Or Last another. night when we did the interruption at Largo, it was great because it was it was Bridge on the River Kwai, which was like it was. Oh, yeah, that's like a that's like a, that's like a one seven Oscars, including Best Picture, and Alec Guinness is is great mm-hmm. in it supposedly and. There's a bridge, there's a bridge a and they blow it up. And yeah. yeah, it's just one of those movies I've never sat Not down just a and bridge, never... a bridge with a train on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a pretty spectacular sequence. And I've, I've seen that, of course. I've seen clips of that. But I've never seen, never sat down and watched the movie. All right. And, which, and it's hard for me to find, cla- you know, not these aren't necessarily classics, but they were just big movies that, wow. that you know, people know. I'm you know? torn between Trips and the first one. the uh, Leonard's Bombs. Leonard's Bombs. You know what? I'm going to do Leonard's Bombs. Okay, Lenny. That was that was fun though. The way Graham really talked up that category, and then you I gravitated towards the yeah, other two. Yeah, I, I completely <laughs> dismissed it. Absolutely. Great okay. idea, dummy. Would you like a? <laughs> You're a genius, stupid. Uh, would you like a movie from 1980, 1987, or 1994? 
a bomb from one of those 1994. Years. Okay, you get a couple of clues. They're never helpful. Zero names. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what I can say from the review. Completely predictable and unfunny. <laughs> Are you reading the iTunes? Uh, <laughs> Somebody just put that on our iTunes page. And that fix the sound. <laughs> fix the sound. Sound was bad. The sound is unpredictable and unfunny. I don't like kitten hands. Um... And it's only for diehard fans of uh, the 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 main character in this movie. Those are your clues. Mm. It's from 1994. Leonard thinks it's a bomb. Unpredictable, unfunny. I mean, predictable, unfunny. And there are six names. Oh, God, I think I know this, but I'm not going to go crazy like I did last time. I can name it in... <laughs> Seven. No, wait. You can't There's go higher, you names. weirdo. God, six you, names, Chris. You really don't understand wow. this number. We just aspect. lost listeners on two podcasts yeah. at the same time. Now, can can I start? This at guy's six? never going to get this. Yes. Yeah, okay. Start. I'm going to start. You can at open six. the bidding at six. I'll open it. Here are all the names. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then I will do five. See, I'm going to yeah. go lower. I can't. So bid he's more at five. So now he's not going to hear the the name of the person that's the 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 that I referred to as being. You have to be a diehard fan so of now, that person. You can either say less than five or name that movie. I'm doing four. I'll do four, name it in four. Um, I'm going to tell you to name that movie, buddy. Oh, I knew it. You were bluffing me, you <laughs> son of a bitch. I knew I had you. I knew I had you. Oh, the you. thing about I know what it is already was yeah, a bluff? I, I, I know this asshole. That's clever. <laughs> I'm stuck in a garage with him. What do, you, what do you want me to do? It was one of those things where, because I played it before, I'm like, oh, I know this one. And then as we were talking, I'm like, oh, wait, maybe I don't. <laughs> You really get to know a guy when you spend a lot of time in a garage filled with baby and gym equipment. Yes. <laughs> this is the creepiest garage. And baby equipment yeah. and, and gargoyles everywhere. Yeah. But those ward off evil spirits yeah. as any goth And a person. box of kitten hands. <laughs> and there's a box of kitten hands. <laughs> meow, 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 meow. All right, here's your four names. You're never going to get it. I, I, I think you're I've never right. heard of any of these people. Jason Michas, Kevin McNulty. Eh, McNulty. McNulty. <laughs> um... Corrine Cosdo and Bill Berg. Okay, I'm going to go with my original guess that I think is wrong. Okay. Uh, Fletch Lives. Oh, that is a good guess. Wow. That's just a good... That's that's, incorrect, but it's a good guess. I I was just thinking, like, is it a Jim Varney movie? Like, I was trying to think of a Oh, that's funny you should say that, because it's a Jim Varney movie. Oh, no way! (laughs) Yeah, no way either one of of you would have gotten this, because I lost track of what those things were called. Santa's in the This one was called Ernest Goes to School. Followed by the deeply insulting (laughs) Ernest Goes to Shul. Yeah. (laughs) That one was what really put the final nail in the coffin of of Ernest movies. That and Jim Varney's untimely passing. (laughs) R.I.P. Jim Varney. Let's do the other one. We have time, right? Let's do the, <laughs> uh, do the trips. Let's do the All right, we, we got to burn always, through the rest of the no, Actually, I picked that one. You picked the other one. We can always cut something. Okay. Um, well, I could, you know, I could just quickly tell you that on DVD right now is a bunch of stuff you don't need to see. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't see Prince of Persia, but I imagine. Hello, I'm the Prince of Persia, yeah. I'd imagine that movie, if, if it's going to be good at all, it'd be in a movie theater. Like yeah, on see, TV, it doesn't seem very good Letters to it. Juliet and Just Right are on DVD. Not a good week for DVD. Just Right was on a plane. I saw it on a plane recently and I, I i couldn't watch after a while because it's one of those movies where you know it's about a romance between common and um queen, queen latifah, latifah yeah between a commoner and a queen yeah <laughs> and uh and 
you you know they're gonna that, that's what the movie's about is the romance between them. Twenty minutes in, they were still like he's dating her best friend. Just like I don't need to this wait need, forever to find out the. Inevitable. This should be a short film. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then just uh, a letter to Juliet I saw with my mom, and um, you know it was a sweet enough movie to watch with your mother. All right, that's a nice wrap-up <laughs> of our DVD. Those, those are out on DVD, everybody. Yeah. All right, so let's do Leonard Malton again, and then we'll go into opening this week. Yeah. yeah I picked movies Doug has not seen. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay, I got two of those left on my phone. And the years for those are 2004 and 2008. I'll go 2000 and... Uh... I'll go 2008. Name that movie. Wait. <laughs> 36 names. Can I get more names than there are? Len gives it three stars. Bam. My first clue is Graham Elwood saw it, and I did not. <laughs> and the next clue is sprawling. He calls it sprawling. And he also says, if you're looking for subtlety, look elsewhere. Is 2008? Because that's what I look for in movies, subtlety. I want to barely know I'm watching a movie. <laughs> and yeah, and it was from 2008, three stars from Len. And there are 12 names. 10. Graham says he can get it in 10. Eight. You sure you don't want to bid 11? <laughs> <laughs> Graham? <laughs> Oh, Chris, you're retarded. Um, which is rare. Usually I'm the moron on the program. Um, well, it's rules. It's, it's <laughs> rules. I like society, man. That's why I have gargoyles in my garage. And long uh, hair. Yeah. <laughs> so you said how many? Eight. All right, I'll go seven. Name that movie. Done. <laughs> well, I, think, I think he's got a good chance of getting yeah. this one. But you're getting there, Chris. You're getting good. Yeah. I'm going to try to knock one more name off it if I were you, but um, how many do you get? Seven. Seven. Kerry Walker, Barry Otto, Essie Davis, Ben Mendelsohn. Is that Ozzie Davis? No, Essie. <laughs> Essie. <laughs> Maybe related. I don't know. Probably not. His ben, Latino half Ben Mendelsohn, or as I call him, Bendelson. <laughs> uh, David Nugumbujara. David Nagumbajara. Don't look it up on your computer, Graham. I'm not. I'm making sure to fall asleep. Yeah, I'm going to start Googling it. <laughs> uh, Brandon Walters. That's six names, right? Yeah. And That's one more. And for real film film enthusiasts, this name could be a giveaway name. David Gulpil. G-U-L-P-I-L-L. Gulpil. Wow, I thought I had this, David but now Gulpil. I'm... Uh... I think the only other name that's really helpful is Nugumbajara. <laughs> it's from 2008, three stars, sprawling, and if you're looking for subtlety, look elsewhere. Graham Elwood, your time is up. Hancock. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one because I haven't seen that one either. I knew you hadn't seen that. That's oh, why, that's why it was that, in your head. That's why it was in my head because I know. I have an idea on that. All right. Well, the next name's a giveaway name, in my opinion. Brian Brown. I, th I think it's Blood Diamond. What is it? No, no, no. we saw that together. <laughs> then, that then another Aussie, Jack Thompson. Then Bill Wernham. 
or I mean David Wareham. Oh, uh, Australia. Yeah, Hugh Jackman yeah. And, oh. and Nicole Kidman. Oh, God, that's right. Okay. And you saw it, and I was like, "How was it?" And you're like, "It's all right." That was I was sprawling. like, "I can't sit through that." I yeah, can't watch it has that a whole talking thing. kangaroo in it. Yeah. Hello, <laughs> I'm a kangaroo. <laughs> Put a shrimp on the ball, B. It's a kangaroo that lived in London most yeah. of its life. <laughs> yeah, was educated at Oxford. <laughs> <laughs> it was very educated. <laughs> Right, so so we... Chris got that point, so now you're tied. Whoa. Oh, we don't have time to play another one. <laughs> if you want to listen to more uh, Leonard Malton game, tune into Doug's Lost Movies on iTunes. I could do I could do opening this week pretty fast. Devil, Boo, The Town, Yes, Easy A, Okay, Alpha and Mega. Uh, those are the first and last movies I want to see. Ah, <laughs> nice. that's it, everybody. <laughs> what is Alpha and Omega? I have no idea. That's an uh, animated movie about two uh, wolves. <laughs> <laughs> that's an animated movie about two characters I won't yes. be watching yeah, okay. in a movie. Yeah. Well, let me put it this way. Alpha Even my five-year-old went, that, I don't want to see that. that so here's, here's our recommend. <laughs> I think we're all in agreement. Everybody go see The Town. Yes. And if you want a crazy high school sex, fun movie i'd say easy i'm gonna see easy a i'm gonna yes. see it it looks fun. i think it looks adorable it looks it just looks like uh lindsey lohan has stepped out the door com- completely and uh emma, emma stone is like the mm-hmm. new yeah it she's totally, great it totally reminds me of mean girls and mean girls is one of the most watchable you know kind of chick yeah. flicks ever made mm-hmm. i think and the devil and there's no way i'm gonna see that movie uh we actually should tell people not to see devil if you really want to see that movie pay for something else yeah you can't we can't support or you M. know what you can do just, go, just get into an elevator and hit the pause button yeah. for a second and go oh this would be scary to oh, be yeah. stuck in an elevator yeah. what if the devil were and here then too? go and then go and then Someone go, bit me. Go do something else. Someone bit me. Yeah, someone bit me. Yeah. And then, yeah. I don't want to watch people biting each other <laughs> yeah. in an elevator. Yeah. What is, what's the twist in that? My favorite was uh, reading the news reports when the trailer would show from the mind of M. Night Shyamalan and people would laugh and boo yeah. in, the, in the movie theaters. Here's an idea. Go spend your money on, on a really well-made independent documentary. Go do that. <laughs> go do that. We just, do you think I, the I, M stands for mind? Yeah. His name is Mind Night Shyamalan. <laughs> He was like, I can't. I got to go with my first initial because people people don't want to uh, people don't want to see movies by people all right, named let's Mind. Do it then. We we put a tweet on uh, for Facebook and uh, Twitter saying that we're actually boycotting Devil because of M Night's political stance on uh, making watchable movies. <laughs> He's against it. Yeah, vote no on watchable movies. Okay, Chris, would you like uh, in theaters now? It's motion pictures that are playing in theaters now. Or from Define three two one on Twitter, the IMDb IMDb bottom one hundred, like the hundred worst movies according to IMDb, or movies that take place in Washington D.C. where Graham and I were last weekend in theaters now. Narrows the field. <laughs> this is going to be a Donnybrook because all we do is watch movies that are in theaters now. So this is going to come down to like minus forty eight names. <laughs> All right, as you may or may not know, Leonard Malton doesn't give stars to newer movies. He writes longer reviews instead that give more in-depth opinions. So this is from 2010, and he says, It's the kind of movie that gives other movies in its genre, I'm paraphrasing, a bad name. So this movie ruined it for other movies that are like it. And this, then That's at, the whole summer. And then at the end... <laughs> yeah, man. And then, he is, and then he says... Uh, a movie with attractive stars should be more than just a time f- a time killer, shouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so he's essentially calling this a time killer, and um, he said it gives other movies of its genre a bad name, and it's in theaters now, and there are ten names in theaters now or in theaters sometime this year. Now, 
Probably. <laughs> I can name it in 10. There's a kind of a fast attrition rate in theaters these days, so I can't, I can't speak to I'm how many eight. theaters it's eight, in. Eight, seven. I'll do six. Five. Four. Oh, you mm. son of a bitch! Mm. Um, three. Name it. Ah. <laughs> if it was Chris trying to name it in three, I'd say he had a shot, but I don't think you're going to get it. Okay. <laughs> unless, unless, you already, you. unless you already have a strong idea what it is. Do you already have a good feeling Read for what it might be? Read the description again, real quick. Uh, it gives movies like it a bad name. And he says that it's uh, uh, movies with attractive stars should be more than just a time filler, shouldn't shouldn't they? Okay. And your three names are Kelly Barrett, Caroline Davernis. Oh, Davernis. Oh, she was the girl that was in that wonderful show that I liked a lot that only lasted for a handful of episodes. Oh, that was a great it. hint. Watch it on DVD. <laughs> well, if you know who she is. Yeah. I mean, if you've seen that show, but I don't think Graham has. <laughs> And then the third name you get is Todd Luiso. <laughs> who Graham, Graham made a face at, but do you know who that is, Chris? Do you know who Todd Luiso no. is? Um, I'll go the switch. <laughs> That's correct. Boom! Oh, God. <laughs> oh, do you believe in life after love? I don't know why I'm singing a Cher song. I am That's impressed. That's my victory song. You saw that movie. Of course I did. Yeah, yeah he says that he ruined, you know, Len's point is that that movie ruined it for other romantic comedies. Yeah, and, and he, the good looking people thing, I was like, mm, Jennifer Aniston, I was like... It was... It's, Switch has to be better than Backup Plan, though. I watched 20 minutes of Backup Plan on a plane and couldn't oh, take it anymore. It is better than Backup Plan. Switch actually has some funny moments in it. And Todd Luiso, I thought might have been a giveaway name for you because he he hasn't been in a ton of movies, but he's fairly memorable. He was the other guy in the record store in High Fidelity. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he uh, I hadn't seen that. He I apparently seen the switch. Oh, you haven't seen the yeah. switch. If you'd seen it, that might have been something. I don't know. Anyway, the that names was fun. did nothing for me. It was it was the I was just in theaters and the description. The names helped help me for nothing. Yeah, well, that's what this is a little hint to people that are listening that might come to one of our live shows in the future. Like, that's a sucker category that in theaters now because Graham has seen everything in theaters now and can just make an educated guess without even recognizing the names. Yep. You know, so that's it's fun when people pick that because I always know they're going to be going back to their seats <laughs> quickly. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta. It's got to be something like Wag the Dog to pull you, one you, over yeah, Graham, yeah. Graham Elwood. You can't beat a road comic with their days free. But that's all I do <laughs> as I work on a movie review website <laughs> and see movies all the time. Um, so, all okay. right, that's our show, man. Thank you, uh, Diggity Dug Dug, for being on the... Uh... <laughs> Don't ever call me that yeah. again. <laughs> um, is this the part where we talk about stuff that's coming up? Sure. Yeah, what do you got? Mm-hmm. Plug in. What do you got cooking? I got on September 27th, people can come see me and a special guest to be determined, uh, basically do a live commentary through an entire movie at CineFamily on Fairfax. Nice. Try to do those like once a month. But the next one's on September 27th. You can go to CineFamily.com to uh, look into that. And on the 29th, I think it is, I'm going to be introducing a screening of Best Worst Movie, a great documentary about uh, Troll 2. That oh, yeah, uh, yeah. is going to be at the New Beverly here in L.A. on mm-hmm. September 29th. I'll be there, so nice. come by for that. And um, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else that's coming up that I... Oh, October 30th and 31st, Graham Elwood and I, two more f- dates on the Pot the Vote tour uh, to get the vote out for Prop 19 on mm-hmm. November 2nd. Last minute, uh, we're going to do Sacramento Punchline on 
October 31st, Halloween, but it's going to be at 420 in the afternoon, so you could still watch the show and then go trick-or-treating if you're <laughs> if you're an adult weirdo. That's very and, enterprising. Uh, <laughs> and then, um, yeah, that'll be a so big day. So the 30th day. is in San Francisco. <laughs> and then the 30th, we're at the Punchline in San Francisco uh, at 420 right. on the 30th, and then 31st is Sacramento Punchline right. at 420. So you can go to uh, punchlinecomedy.com, I think, to get uh, tickets for those. And the Benson Interruption on Comedy Central. Is coming. Yeah, it's coming. Uh, we'll debut on uh, October 28th at midnight after Colbert. Boom. Cool. And uh, where's the best place for them to get, if they don't already listen to your podcast, where can they find it? Uh, just go to douglovesmovies.com. Outstanding. Um, well, let's uh, let's make it all about Doug this episode. Let's do that. Let's do. Uh, we've got Doug's new CD signed. Only place you can get it signed. Hypocritical and we, Oaf. And it's a CD DVD combo. Combo. And you can also get all three of Doug's uh, CDs plus the DVD plus a free T-shirt in a and uh, gift pack. in the gift oh, pack. We're just adding a new a, uh, Doug Benson poster. The poster with the cover art from the new CD DVD combo Hypocritical Oaf will be included and as he, a free gift. And he's on. He's leaning over a car in a bathing suit. <laughs> No, that's not the that's not the cover of my no, album. That's, that's just something I gave to you for you to keep in your wallet. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Graham and I are going to be at uh, Wise Guys in Salt Lake City for a four twenty matinee on Sunday, September twenty sixth. Twenty sixth. Um, yeah, so get the Doug, Doug Benson gift pack. Um, get the Doug and Graham super pack with all of our stuff together. You get plenty of free gifts when you buy the gift packs. You always get free stuff, yep, and with Doug, you're going to get free, a little extra, a little extra, a little taste. That's what we want to do to our fans. Yeah, get we'll put a little something in the bag you didn't ask for. <laughs> <laughs> a little boo 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 into the bag. <laughs> a little couple of kitten hands. Um, all right. So what else, Chris? We got to plug plug here. Uh, we're gonna. We, <laughs> that was horrible. Um, We've got shows coming up in Indianapolis and one in Visalia. Yes. Uh, you can see Chris and I um, at the uh, Comedy Attic in Bloomington, Indiana, uh, October 21, 22, and 23. And uh, we will be doing a live uh, podcast recording there on that Saturday, the 23rd. And also we will be doing a show uh, in Visalia, where Doug and I were in uh, July on uh, Saturday, November 6th. You can see me headline... Um, in Hyenas in Dallas, the 24th and 25th of September. And then, as Doug said, I will be with him on the 26th at Wise Guys. All right, 420 thanks. matinee. Yeah, yeah, 420 matinee. And we just want to say again, thanks to all the support from everybody. Like, we're, we're getting the yeah. audio stuff worked out. Thank we appreciate you. your patience and your suggestions and your help. In fact, if there's an audio engineer in the L.A. area and wants to come and uh, give us about two hours, there's a free chill pack in it for you. <laughs> I will give you some free stuff. <laughs> So, yeah, thank you to everybody for listening and spreading the word. Don't forget there's the iPhone app um, that gets all the special features and whatnot. And uh, that's it. Great show. Yeah, thanks for uh, listening, everybody. And my name is, uh, thank our guest, Doug Benson. (laughs) What's your name? My name is, uh, thank our guest. Um, I'm Graham Elwood. I'm Chris Mancini. And always, as always, remember, Han Han shot shot first. first.